Hello and welcome to Building Local Power, a podcast about how we can challenge corporate monopolies and expand the power of people to shape their own future. In this mini-series, we're taking a look back at our archive and sharing highlights from our most impactful episodes. Today, we return to an episode called Democratizing Antitrust with Harry First. This episode features Harry First, who is a specialist in antitrust. He's a law professor and co-director of New York University's Competition, Innovation, and Information Law Program. He discusses moving antitrust enforcement away from a technocratic approach and the power that states have to make antitrust cases. Law is often a conservative proposition because a big idea of legal rules is you follow the old rules. So you should be a little reluctant to change them. And so that makes things inherently somewhat conservative. And then when you combine that with judges that approach the law conservatively, um, you don't get much change. The source that a lot of people look back to for this change is Robert Bork and the book that he wrote, The Antitrust Paradox. What's really interesting to me in that book is that he said antitrust is inherently political. He was very clear about it. And and he, he didn't think that was a bad thing. It wasn't just economics. There were political values that he had. Uh, about, you know, the role of government and the role of markets. And he recognizes these were political issues and they're they're up for debate and change and movement in, in every generation. Um, the important thing is to start reorienting uh, enforcement policy um, in a way that I think is more in line with the general purposes of um, competition law of antitrust law and of um, the statute dealing with mergers. So there are lots of things um, that the enforcement agencies could do to move the, um, the enforcement closer to what it should be and away from this uh, completely technical view of antitrust. Um, state antitrust law, actually, there were a few state antitrust laws that preceded the Sherman Act, the basic antitrust law in 1890. So um, as was the case at that point in our economy where things weren't nationalized, um, the states were to some extent out ahead in regulating the railroads. The states did it before the federal government did. And some degree of antitrust law to to control major corporations and deal with the changes in the economy that were going on. So states were very much involved um, and continued to be for a while. And then it sort of slacked off. There wasn't, you know, there weren't the resources devoted either on the federal or the state level. But the states do have the authority to enforce federal law under federal precedent. So state enforcers can go into federal courts using the Sherman Act and enforce it in a way just about the same way that the Department of Justice or Federal Trade Commission can. And, you know, they have um, at various times played a backup role to the federal government, a prod to the federal government enforcers, or disagreeing with the federal government enforcers and saying, well, if you won't bring the case, we will. Um, And that's been a very important aspect uh, of antitrust enforcement. Reagan administration um, in the 1980s when um, the 
Justice Department was sort of withdrawing from, uh, you know, really rewriting the way we think about mergers and, you know, dialing back its uh, merger enforcement. The state said, no, we don't agree um, and uh, brought cases and were and were, um, you know, very much pushing the idea that that new approach wasn't a good idea. Harry First has written a number of books detailing antitrust history and cases. Find First's work at your local bookstore and check out his articles in the Antitrust Law Journal. If you liked what you heard, find Building Local Power on your favorite podcast platform to listen to our full episode called Democratizing Antitrust with Harry First. We'll